This episode of the DLU podcast is brought to you by Goalie Nutrition. As someone who's used Goalie for quite some time, I can tell you that they're not only very good, but they're very beneficial. My favorite are the Super Green Gummies. The Super Green Gummies are uniquely crafted with a spectrum of essential nutrients such as vitamins A, B12, folic acid, and theamine. It supports a healthy liver function, healthy nervous and immune system, digestive health, a boost to your metabolism, and overall health and well-being. There are no artificial sweeteners, flavors, or colors from artificial sources. They're vegan-friendly, gluten-free, and gelatin-free. All loyal listeners of the DLU podcast get a special 10% discount at checkout. Go to Goalie.com, use promo code D-L-E-W. That's Goalie.com, use promo code D-L-E-W. This podcast is a Luciete production. Welcome to another edition of the DLU Podcast. I'm your host, Derek T. Lewis, and once again, I want to thank everybody that tuned in to last week's episode when I had the opportunity to speak with Raj Geary from Wrestling Inc. It was a very controversial topic that we discussed regarding the the latest goings on with WWE, and uh, they had a fantastic Royal Rumble weekend, which I actually had an opportunity to watch on Saturday night, and let's just say that the road to WrestleMania is going to be very, very interesting. I'm excited to see... Some of the things come to fruition that a lot of fans thought was going to come to fruition, and here we go. But that being said, this week's episode, I have recording hip-hop artist Mobbin on the show. He's out from the, from the Bay Area, um, Oakland, California to be exact. And we talk about a lot of aspects, not just of his music career, but his life. You know, talking about being a former football player. He actually played pro football overseas in Europe, and for NFL Europe. And we talked about aspects of that, positions he's played uh, football players that he looked up to, but then we moved on to the aspects of his music career and what artists, you know, influenced him, especially some of the Bay Area artists from out there that really influenced him at a young age and what got him to where he is today, owning his own label and actually having artists under him and producers that he's worked with and talked about what he's going to do to take it to the next level. So it was a fun interview. I actually had an opportunity to meet Mobbin a few months back in Miami at a music conference with uh, Radio Pushers. And again, shout out to the team at Radio Pushers for what they continue to do for all independent artists that are out there. And again, it was a great time, a really humble dude, really good dude. And it was a nice sit down conversation I had with them. So without any further ado, let's not wait any longer. My interview with Mobbin starts right now. Ladies and gentlemen, it's an honor and a privilege to have the one and only recording artist all the way from the Bay Area, Mobbin 101. Mobbin, how you doing, man? Oh, man, I'm solid, man. I appreciate you for having me. It's an honor for you to have to have you on, on, on my show here. So, as I mentioned, you know, you're from the Bay Area. So, talk about just growing up in the Bay Area and what was life for you growing up out there? I mean, well, of course, you know, it's the West Coast, man. You know, we pioneers of the independent game. You feel me? It's gritty. It's go, 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 go 24-7. You feel me? Uh definitely the gangbang capital of the world you know what i mean you got a lot of hustlers you feel me it's uh it's thriving you feel me it's thriving out there man you feel me it uh it definitely would shape you a particular way you know we often say uh 
that's in you and it ain't on you, you know? Right, so, right, right. Yeah, it'll make you righteous. Definitely. Now, who was the first artist that you heard that made you get in just to, just to be a music fan? What was Who was that one artist, and it could be whatever genre it is, that made you get into music? Oh, man. From E-40 to Richie Rich, mm -hmm. Ice Cube, Pac, obviously, you know? Mm -hmm. Definitely, yeah. Yeah, when, you, when I think about uh, MC Hammer, too. Oh, okay. MC Hammer. Yeah, you, when you're talking about Oakland legends with MC Hammer and E40, you know, I think of anytime I think about Northern California and the hip hop world up there, I the E40 is the one, him and Too Short mm -hmm. are, 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 are the first two that come to mind. And Definitely. they're legends in, in, the, in the music game for sure. Now, when was it that Mobbin made a decision? to become a recording artist? When was that one thing that, that kind of hit the, the switch, the light switch hit on and said, okay, I'm going to go ahead and do this? I mean, of course, you know, I always played with it, you know, periodically, but it really just became a thing during the pandemic for real. Like, mm -hmm. a lot of people know that I played football overseas. So mm -hmm. obviously when the pandemic hit, you know, it made a lot of different things complicated, like real complicated. They shut it down various countries you know what i mean they shut down travel you know right so right right for me it was like i needed another outlet and it was like why not i also know it's a lot of people getting paid for support you feel me so it was like right 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 now you said you play football so was that semi-pro or oh no professional it was for oh it was professional okay so so let's try, let's backtrack a little bit and you're talking about playing football so when did you start playing football i was playing football since legit you know what i mean from way back you know i didn't do it all you know pal league pop warner high school junior college ncaa luckily i was able to go pro unfortunately i wasn't able to go play for the raiders you know what i mean mm -hmm. but you know overseas did me right mexico did me right europe you know what i mean had a couple tryouts in canada played arena Okay, you know I mean? CFL. Which team? Uh, BC Lions. Okay, yeah, I'm an actual Toronto Argonauts fan. Yeah. So I've been an Argos yeah. fan now almost right. 20 years. So I one of my, one of my goals is definitely to get up to Toronto and watch a game at BM uh, BMO Field. They okay. that's one that's 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 my favorite team up there. I love them. I love them absolutely. That's an incredible journey though. You know, going from you know obviously you know we talk about PAL to Pop Warner then you talk about high school and then you talk about college junior mm -hmm. college and all those things you mentioned and just the levels that it takes from an athlete and people don't understand that people just don't wake up and say oh I'm just when they're in um their senior year say oh I'm going to play football I'm going to go to college and all that no that takes a lot of discipline it takes a lot of the, learning the mechanics learning the technique oh, yeah. and, and were you and were you what, what position were you Corner and receiver. Corner? Return, 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 yeah. Also, you was Deion Sanders. <laughs> man. Deion. You know, Deion is in a pedigree of his own. You feel me? He was definitely my idol. You know what I mean? Definitely somebody I look up to. You know what I mean? It's one of the reasons why we're number two, you know? Right. Yeah. He won, actually won a Super Bowl with the 49ers in 94. So, mm -hmm. you know, the proof's in the pudding there. Oh, so, yeah. that's incredible, you know, to, to hear that story and your transition to, to music. Now, was was being a musician always in the back of your mind while you were playing football? Oh, yeah, definitely. Definitely. You know, I always had a love for it. I always had an ear for it. You know, come from a musically inclined background, you know what I mean? Some of my aunts used to be in the industry, you know. Mm -hmm. Got a lot of partners, you know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Associates and what have you. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. Okay. Now, 
Talk about the experience of making your very first record. I know everybody has their own stories on how you know that, that comes to be, but mm. what was that like, and what was that experience for you? Getting really okay, it's finally hitting you. Okay, I'm about to really make this record now, and people, the world's gonna hear me. What was going through your mind through the entire process from beginning to end? The very first joint, which was uh, Mobbing 2.0, for me it was just like, all right, well. If we're going to do it, you know, let's go ahead and, you know, try to shock them a little bit. You mm-hmm. know? That was definitely something I wanted to do. I want to make sure that I stuck out. You know, I feel like a lot of people sound the same. You know, it's a lot of people that's they don't, they've lost the originality in music. Mm-hmm. You know? So I wanted to make sure that y'all definitely got that rawness. Okay. Now, did you, uh, when you wrote that song, did you base it off of any influence? Like, what, what were some of the influences lyrically that you wanted to go after or was it something you just wanted to just do on your own? Man, well of course, you know, the, the passing of Nip, rest in peace Nip, he filmed the marathon continues, man. Right. Uh, you know, he was our next up, you know, our, our next to pot. Right. I mean? So it was like, for me, my marathon is going to continue, you know, the exotic way, you feel me? So I wanted to make sure I went ahead and did it that way. Okay. Now, when that record did come out, or even like beyond that, what was the, I guess, the reaction from family members and friends, and as far as the feedback from any of your records that you put out from that from that first record until now? Oh man, from the first joint. I mean, of course, there it was certain people that was like really, really like, like whoa, you know, like mm-hmm. what is he doing? <laughs> really, kind of all the way off. You understand me? Um, caught him off guard, man, because we was new to the music. You know, I mean, that's a nice little lug right there. Mm-hmm. But uh, and then of course, you know, you had some that who knew they were like, oh, it was like, you know, it's about time. You know what I mean? It was like, yeah, you used to play with it. You feel me? Now you're the entity. You know what I mean? So, right, 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 right. Yeah, I'm telling you, know, we active with it like that. So on that note. What have been some of the ups and downs you've experienced throughout your career? Man, outside of the haters, and I got two cold haters too. Both of my baby mamas is haters. You know <laughs> oh boy, haters, bona fide haters. You know what I'm saying? For real, for real. But uh, outside of that, I would say there's a lot of people that got bad work ethic. Mm-hmm. You know, of course, with me. I still have an athletic mentality. You know what I mean? Absolutely. Hard work be talent, which I don't know be hard work. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of individuals who feel that they can talk their way into a situation, into a uh, into a feature, if you will, or whatever case, you know. Mm-hmm. And that may work for some individuals, you know what I mean? Uh, but I've noticed that even some artists that I've done strikes with, like, they work at the game all the way there. You feel me? It right. may get there one day. But it ain't all the way there, and it's evident. You know what I mean? You were looking at discography, and like, there's a high chance they top song is probably a song that they did with me, you know? But then there's a high chance you may see that only me and my camp indoor, the people that I rock with, are the people that's promoting it. It's the strangest thing, you feel me? It's, it's really strange, you know? They don't understand, like, you know, you gotta be clicking on all cylinders, you feel me? You know, you often hear that in the sports world. Right. Clicking on all cylinders. It ain't just about going to go record a song, you feel me? Promotion and cross-promotion is big, you know what I mean? It's, it's important. so big. It's very, so very. big, you know what I mean? 
It's so big. In an industry as big as it is, it's mm -hmm. also so small. You know what I mean? Oh, it's also so small. 100%. So, you know, word get around. You know I mean? mm -hmm. Word get around. Indoor, people could just sit back and just watch. They'd be like, well, wait a minute. You know, if this person is doing A, B, and C, Mm -hmm. How come this person ain't doing A, B, and C, and, you know, they also did something together, you know what I mean? It's, right. You know, it was weird, but, you know, it, it comes with it, you feel me? I knew that uh, when I jumped in it, I was going to make a lot of people uncomfortable, you know? But I also know that, you know, if they go ahead and get out their feelings, you feel me, they can grow. You know what I mean? They can grow. Now, when you say uncomfortable, are you talking about lyrical content or just the whole, just the whole... Or of the fact that you're 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 okay, you're now a recording artist everything. versus what okay. Everything, yeah. You know I mean, I'm a definitely a firm believer. I told somebody this the other day. Number one, you know that people want to see you do good, but they don't want to see you do better than them. You feel me? That's a known fact. That's the answer, very true. And a lot of people can't understand when somebody new jump in their field and then start running laps around them. Mm. You know what I'm saying? Mm. You take somebody who happened to be, let's just hypothetically, they've been, you know, in the industry for I don't know, 10 years, right? you know, and there are certain accolades that they've never reached. True. And then, you know, you get somebody who fresh off the streets or, you know, fresh out their car, you know what I mean? Right. And they jump in it and not only do they jump in it, you feel me, they're excelling in it, you feel me, and they run a laps and they can teach you a few things. A lot of people can't deal with that. I mean, it's really a tough pill to swallow. I mean, you can, you can also point that to the athletic world because guess what? If you're starting running back or whatever, and all of a sudden they draft, you know, they got obviously your, let's say the team you're on, they got the number one overall mm -hmm. pick and they're drafting a stud running back from Alabama. Now you have that kid that you're, you're ultimately competing against and he may take your job. Right. So I think, you know, it, it all goes back to athletics as we were talking about earlier, you know what yeah, I'm saying? You, so, gotta have a, you know, that nice little dog mentality from, you know, Dion used to say, you gotta be a dog, man. You gotta be a dog. Absolutely. So let's 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 take it back a little a little bit and talk about your team. Talk about you know who you have around you from production's perspective and who's handling you know all of your everything. Break it down as far as the people that you have around that that's really making Mobbing One Hundred and One who he is. Man, let's start off with Mobbing One Hundred and One. Yeah, you know I mean because I do a lot of different things, man. You feel me? I am very hands-on with everything. You feel me? From the beginning. Of mm. course, unfortunately and fortunately from the beginning till now, it's been a lot of new faces. You feel me? For a lot of different reasons. Certain people just wasn't built for it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? They thought that they was. You know what I mean? They thought that they was going to be able to pull a move. I'm on that. I'm on everything moving. You feel me? Ain't nothing going on. Right. There are certain individuals that feel like uh, the past was going to dictate the present. This was tripping. I don't even know if I can say that. Pardon me, but <laughs> yeah, I was tripping for surely. You feel me? And yeah, I would. Uh, I would say, from a production standpoint, shout out to that boy linked up. You feel me? I just linked up with linked up. You know, talking about one of the hottest producers about to open. You feel me? He got credits with Kaylani, Sada Baby, Kamaya. Yeah, you know I mean the boy. You feel me? Obviously, you know, my one-on-one -on -one soon, you feel me? So, you know, he on fire. That boy, that's Frego, you feel me? Frego actually produced my joint Who and Circles, you feel me? You know, Circles going crazy right now, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Shout out Jasmine Sullivan for Sholey, you know what I mean? Uh, that boy Hokati Y about a Lithuania, you feel me? He filthy with it. He filthy with it for Sholey. DJ Idea did that 2 p.m. in Tulum for me, you dig? That's the joint that took me over 100K, so that was my first solo joint, you know what I'm saying? Okay. 
I jumped in it with a feature. Mm -hmm. And then 2 p.m. in Tulum was my first solo joint, you know what I mean? So, you know, we've been mopping ever since then. Okay, that was going to be my next question as far as what's the one record that if anybody that never heard of mobbing and that's and they're looking on Apple Music, Spotify or Tidal and they find mobbing, I was gonna ask you what was that one record you want them to pay attention to as far as getting to an introduction to who you are. Oh man. They can they could play two PM in Tulum, you know what I mean? But you know, right now I would say uh probably Hoover Circles. Yep, either one of those, Hoover Circles for sure, you know what I mean? How we ride too. I mean, it's so many. I can't even get all into it. But if I just got to pick one red pill, blue pill, we're going to go ahead and go in circles. Okay. This episode of the DLU podcast is brought to you by Goalie Nutrition. As someone who's used Goalie for quite some time, I can tell you that they're not only very good, but they're very beneficial. My favorite are the Super Green Gummies. The Super Green Gummies are uniquely crafted with a spectrum of essential nutrients such as vitamins A, B12, folic acid, and theamine. It supports a healthy liver function, healthy nervous and immune system, digestive health, a boost to your metabolism, and overall health and well-being. There are no artificial sweeteners, flavors, or colors from artificial sources. They're vegan-friendly, gluten-free, and gelatin-free. All loyal listeners of the DLU podcast get a special 10% discount at checkout. Go to Goalie.com, use promo code D-L-E-W. That's Goalie.com, use promo code D-L-E-W. Where does your music fit into the realm of of hip hop today? Oh man, you know what I mean? It's it's definitely uh I'm definitely gonna teach you something. You feel mm-hmm. me? That's one of the biggest things that I I feel that as artists we have to do, especially given the platform that we have. First and foremost, again, everybody can't do it. You know what I'm saying? We all right. got gifts. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you need to be teaching. You know what I mean? It's kinda like when uh, I told somebody the other day, you know, certain cats, you know, they got certain OGs or big homies, you feel me, and they lead them in the wrong direction, you feel me? Cats are suckers, real talk, you feel me? You're not a real G, you feel me, if you're leading the youth down the wrong path, you know what I'm talking about? Right. You teach them something, you know what I'm talking about? Uh, so I would say it's definitely up there. I'm definitely one of them individuals, You again, the rawness, the grit, you know what I'm saying? It ain't going to be no perpetrating, you know what I'm saying? You know? There may be some individuals who may sit and wonder this, that, and the third, you feel me? And that's a beautiful thing because, you know, like Socrates said, I can't force you to do nothing. I can only make you think, you feel me? Right. So you don't have to like me, you feel me? But you definitely will respect this mob shit, you feel me? You will respect this grind, you understand me? And, of course, if you get in reach, I teach. Mm. That's a that's an MJ line, man. <laughs> <laughs> and for those that don't know that line, just do me a favor. Just, just Google Michael Jordan. You reach, I teach, mm-hmm. and that's all. And that's all we're gonna say about that. If, <laughs> if you know, you know. <laughs> now, what gives you inspiration when writing music? Number one, the want to, you know, just the desire to want to be great. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? To want to be global. You mm-hmm. know, to want to be a mogul. Mm-hmm. You know, to want to be a household name. Outside of that, it definitely often depends on my mood. You know, it really depends on my mood. Unfortunately, you know, I am human. I'm not perfect. You feel me? I strive to be perfect, but there's days, weeks, if it, I may have writer's block and then something may happen and it may trigger something and then it's just, oh, I'm on one. You feel me? I'm on a tear. It's yes. Like, it'd be cool. I've gone through that too, man. I mean, we're in two different genres, obviously, 
But I think the approach is the same. You know, writer's block can happen to anybody. Mm-hmm. And man, it could just be one thing. I could just be getting ready to go to bed and I could just, and it's happened. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, ooh. Yeah, yeah, I gotta <laughs> um, go lay down. I ex- woke up out of sleep. Like, oh yeah, I got a hot phone real quick. Right. <laughs> exactly, man. And thank goodness we have these devices, you know, smartphones where we can easily go to our notes app and we can just either go to a voice memo and sing it or, or, or you in your case you you know you can you know rap your um your lyrics right. but just being able to have these these tools now is insane it's incredible and it makes me think like back in the day when i because again i grew up in the 80s right. you know when run dmc ll cool j kumo d mm-hmm. um the MC Shan, mm-hmm. you know what I mean. The list goes on and on. And I'm just thinking like the, those guys were just in a league by themselves, and I'm just thinking like, damn, like they, it's it's man, and they did it without this stuff, you know. So it's incredible, definitely incredible to think about. Now on that note, who were and I know you said that um you mentioned some influences about the past, but who were some of your influences of rappers today? And of course, you know, again, you know what I mean? Rest in peace, Nick. You understand me? Rest in peace, that boy, Takeoff, too, man. You know oh, man. You understand me? Quavo, Hancho, Offset, the whole QC, you feel me? Condolences, man, for real, for real. North Atlanta, condolences, man, you feel me? The industry, condolences, yeah. man. We lost a real one, you understand me? Unproblematic. He was probably one of the most unproblematic man. people. We lost a real one, man, and that shit right there ain't cool. And I hope uh, real soon everything, you know, everybody who need to answer, go ahead and answer for that because that shit right there ain't cool, man. No stripes. No stripes whatsoever. Right. Now, in what ways do you think that the hip-hop genre has evolved over the years? (sighs) That's a good question. I probably would say that it's definitely just opened up more. You know, I often tell people, you often will hear me, I, I'm quoted before, music is like alcohol. Somebody going to drink it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, it's just a matter of what type of bartender are you? What, you, what are you pouring at? That's a good, I mean, that's a good way to think about it because, you know, now are you looking at, let's, let's break it down into, into, to sub questions now. From a lyrical perspective, talk about the evolution. <sighs> It's different. <laughs> it's definitely different. You know, what I mean, you got you got some right now. It's, it's, it's a trip because like you listen to the radio, and I feel like it's a lot of songs where it's like damn near all ad libs. You know, what I mean, it's like no real bars for real. Mm-hmm. Like, like for real, in my opinion, you know. But I also know that somebody liked that, and or you know, they had the strength and or the budget to go ahead and push that. Therefore, you know, people began to like it. You know, what I mean, it just became a hot thing. You know, versus you know back then. You know, coming up, it was a lot more storytelling, mm-hmm. you know, definitely was more storytelling, you know what I mean, especially in my era, you know what I mean, like coming from the Bay, it was a lot more storytelling, you know, shout out Fody, the art storyteller. Yeah, so talk about now, you know, now that you're, you're definitely making making waves in music, how has it been, you know, in the Bay Area? For Mobbing 101, how's it been for you overall as far as how you've been received as far as really being a representative of, of, of the Bay Area? How's it been? How's how's that been so far for you? It's definitely been well, you know, it's definitely been well. Like any new thing, you know, practice makes perfect. You know, you got a lot of individuals. I can tell that they know 
that I'm a threat. You know what I mean? So they are moving in particular ways. You know what I mean? And it's all good. But uh, yeah, it's definitely been well. You know, they understand that this mob shit is real. Surely. Cool. Now, let's talk about some places you've been where you've actually performed. And whether it's around the world, around the country, or around the world, let's highlight some of those places you've been and talk about some of those experiences and where hip hop and music has taken you. Oh man! Shout out Detroit. I mean, Canada. Shout out Canada for sure. They showing love. We actually headed back out there uh, next month. We got New York next week. Obviously, um, man, L.A., Oakland. Texas, Dallas, shout out Dallas, you feel me, Dallas did right, you understand me, Tony Neal, Shay 45, was handing, DJ Love, uh, man, 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 Arizona, you know I mean, DJ I, you feel me, the Autocore DJs out there, you feel me, for sure, the Icon Radio, go ahead and tap in, man, go stream everything, run it up, man, uh, I didn't perform in Hawaii, had an appearance though, you know what I'm saying? But Hawaii show left, you know what I mean? Yeah, so you know, it's it's definitely been moving. It's definitely been moving. That's incredible. You did it you said that you did a, just an appearance in Hawaii. Yeah. Wow. So <laughs> Yeah, I was out there promoting, you feel I was out there promoting a joint mm-hmm. called Spin the Block, you understand me, featuring Shield Mac and AP nine of the mob figures, you understand me. Mm-hmm. But uh yeah, I went ahead and slid through a joint. I can't even think of the name right at the top of my head, but it's definitely a hot joint out there. It's one of them things, like, you know, everybody in Hawaii, y'all know what I'm talking about. Y'all know exactly what I'm talking about, too. It's a little small, little area, too, at least from the outside. But when you get in, you feel me, that thing is popping. So let's talk about short-term and long-term goals. So, like, right now in the interim, what are some? What, what's the what's the short-term goal for Mobbing 101? And the second half of that is what is the long-term goal? From Man, I need to drop some more visuals, bro. For real, there's so many people on my line about that. You understand me? Management was always on my line about it. Fans, even some of my peers, they're like, bro, you need some more visuals. So I definitely need to drop some more visuals. I need to drop a couple more projects. Not so much just singles, but I need to go ahead and push out a couple of EPs and whatnot. Often people are asking me, they're like, when are we going to get an album from you? I really don't want no album yet, you feel me? Because I don't want no sales history against me, you understand me? A lot of people don't know nothing about that, you feel me? Again, recipes nip, you feel me? He had a lot of gems for it. So, you know, I'm just really waiting on the right situation, you know, uh, with me being the CEO of Exotic Mind Music as well as being an artist, you know. Not only am I focused on me, I'm focused on the other artists, you know what I mean? So somebody going to pop, you feel me? Somebody going to pop. So on that note, let's talk about some of the artists that you that's currently under, under um your label right now. Mm-hmm. Talk about some of them and... Some of the positives that you that that you've seen, you know, obviously you're you're managing them and everything. Just talk about a couple of them. Oh man, you got Young Osama out there in Cleveland. You feel me? EP out right now. Loads going crazy. You feel me? Free that boy, man Sosa. He on the joints. Um, definitely gritty. You feel me? The beast of the city. You feel me? Going crazy. You know what I mean, definitely slept on. You know what I mean, but you know, Z1079, the Mike Addiction. You know what I mean, all that. Cleveland. Midwest, young Osama, period, hands down, you know what I mean? We're going to go ahead and go east with it. You got an Os Guido out there in New Jersey. Now, what's unique about Os Guido is that he's getting ready to create his own label, you know what I mean? So we more so partners now instead of him being up under me. But we're going to go ahead and uh, jump on a couple tracks, you feel me? We got a joint called Lord Please mm-hmm. that's set to drop next year, you feel me? That shit going to be hot. It may even drop for New Year's, who knows, you feel me? Um, 
You got Outer States. You feel me? Outer States go crazy. You know what I mean? I'm featured on her joint Smooth. You feel me? It's on her EP Won't Do. She actually just dropped a joint today. You know what I mean? It's called Ain't What It Is. Or no, actually Ain't What It Was. Pardon me. And, uh, you know, y'all go ahead and go stream that. You feel me? She on fire right now. You feel me? Um, recently was mentioned in 24 Hip Hop. You understand me? So, you know, she definitely up on the rise. You got C3X up out of Stockton, you know what I mean? She the first verse on that Ladies Night. Y'all need to go ahead and go type in Mopper 101. Ladies Night, man. You feel me? Shout out Lil' Kim, you know, the brat. Almost definitely. Mm -hmm. Oh, yeah. You feel me? That Ladies Night going crazy, man. You feel me? All the ladies in the world. Mopper 101, Ladies Night. Hands down. You feel me? <laughs> Hands down. Glorilla, I love you. You feel me? Get your flowers. But my Ladies Night will blow the water <laughs> Period. You so and you 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 shed light on it just a little bit um when you talk about you know as far as your label and narsal partnering with another are you finding now more than ever that everyone is kind of controlling their own narrative and doing it themselves versus going with a label because i'm obviously you know the the goal for a lot of people is to get signed by a label right but having met you and, and we've we've talked in the past and artists that we know, especially mm -hmm. with radio pushes, a lot of people have been finding success on the independent level. Now, obviously, you have to work a lot harder as an independent artist. Sometimes really? you have to be your own social media manager. You have to be your own everything. There's yeah. a lot of things that, that, that falls on you. Mm -hmm. Are you finding it that that's the way the industry is going? Or do you think that's just temporary right now? I know that a lot of people want to do it, you know, and... Uh... You know, obviously, you know, for a nice consultation fee, I can go ahead and help a couple of y'all. But uh, <laughs> a lot of people want to do it. A lot of people obviously still are, you know, caught up like, you know, I want to be signed. I want to be signed. There's nothing wrong with it. You feel right. me? Everybody, you know, it's about what's important to you. You feel me? So that's, that's it. What's important to you? Yeah. But I just I just feel as though, I mean, just me from my perspective, I'm finding more freedom and to be able to do things on my own. But granted, when you do have a machine behind you. It oh, yeah. it does make it a little bit easier. That's why oh, I wanted yeah, to hear. That's why I wanted to hear from you as far as the pros and cons. Because again, a lot of times, as much as people want to get signed, there's a lot of people. And you said it. You know, your areas for being the independent hustle and things oh, yeah, of that nature. Sure, you know yeah, what I mean? Because like, you can easily be signed. A lot of people don't know this. You feel me? In almost any um, you know field or entity, when there's a commodity, therefore there's a quota. You know what I mean? For sure. For sure. You can easily be signed just to be shelved. You know what I mean? And depending on if you actually read the contract, which is the biggest thing in the industry, ladies and gentlemen, read your contracts, uh, you'll end up in a situation, man, and you'd be like, oh, yeah, well, you know, I, I was signed, and, you know, I got a chain, and, you know, we popped a bottle, and nobody never heard a song. You feel me? But you looked good on gram, though. You feel me? You did it for the gram, baby. Yeah, I see So, you know, it's really unfortunate. But again, you know, it happens. You feel me? It does happen. So I will say that with the independent game, you know, obviously you don't got to worry about that. You don't got to worry about if somebody's going to own your masters. Clearly, you own your masters. You know? Right, 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 so, right. You know, a lot of people don't know that. You feel me? That's the gym right there. If you're worried about owning your masters, you go indie. You feel me? If you want somebody to push you, such as the budget, the label A, B, and C, that you got to be ready, you know, to deal with all the ramifications and parameters that, you know, entails in that, you feel? Even, for, even from the creative standpoint, because then you may have a hot record that you that you and your camp might think, yo, this is this thing is going to blow. Mm -hmm. But 
the suits might think otherwise. It's right. like, well, no, we want this. Right. And you got to go do that. And you and per your contract, you have to mm-hmm. you have to do that. And that's where I think where people it, some people may not be happy and yeah. when once they're signed because it's like you're losing that creative edge and thus you're kind of regressing a little bit because the hunger's not there anymore because they're sucking the creative out of you. Right. That's and I then exactly don't want that. You know what I'm saying? It's so funny as you just said that I'm actually I'm gonna run that particular statement over by somebody later on. Yeah, you're right. You definitely don't want that. Well, where can everybody find you on social media, website, you know, YouTube, etc.? Run everything down where people can find you and everywhere. I mean, well, of course, you know, y'all can go ahead and type me in and Google me at Mobbin101, M-O-B-B-I-N-101. You can type that in anywhere in your Instagram, YouTube, everything. You feel me? Twitter, I got an underscore at the end, so it's M-O-B-B-I-N-101 underscore. All platforms, man, everywhere. Deezer, Pandora, Tidal, Spotify, Our Heart Radio, everything. You feel me? Run it up. Mobbin101, Mobbin Most Hated Number 2, you feel me? It's there, man. Type in with me, man. You know what I mean, I get at you. All right, man. Well, again, it's um, it's been a pleasure to to have you on the D Loop podcast, and I'm sure at some point, um, we'll definitely be uh, talking again, and hopefully, um, uh, we could definitely link up soon. All right, man. Oh, yeah, definitely for sure. Shout out my kids, man. Diamond and Gianni, you know, Daddy love you. You understand me? And shout out the whole mob, man. Exotic Mob Music LLC dot com. You did. All right, man. Take care, bro. Appreciate you. All right, okay. Well, that does it for this week's edition of the DLU Podcast. Again, I want to thank Mobbin for coming on to the show to talk about everything regarding his life and career. And again, I wish him nothing but the best. And he's welcome to come back to the show anytime. As for me, of course, this weekend, I'm going to be doing my pro wrestling thing. But this time for SWF Pro Wrestling. You can check me out at their event, Love at First Fight, this Saturday. February the 4th at Pompton Lakes Elks Lodge in Pompton Lakes, New Jersey. Tickets are still on sale now. The meet and greet starts at 5.30 and bell time is at 6.30. So you can check out all the stars of SWF Pro Wrestling featuring former WWE superstar Chris Masters. So make sure you check that out. Also, follow me on all my socials, okay? Instagram, Twitter, TikTok, Snapchat, at the real DT Lou. Of course, Facebook is Derek T. Lewis official page. You can get all your DTL swag and merch, hoodies and t-shirts over at shop.derektlewis.com. And whichever streaming service that you're using to listen to this podcast, okay, make sure you subscribe, okay? If this is your first time, or if you haven't subscribed yet, make sure you hit subscribe. So again, when every episode is, is uploaded, you'll be able to get it right away. And make sure you give us that five-star review, all right? Also, I have some incredible news that's going to be coming about the future of this podcast. I'm excited beyond words. And once everything becomes official, I'll be letting you all know what's going on and how this is really going to affect the show, the future of the show and where it's headed. Well, with that being said, I'm going to close out for now. And remember, whatever you do in life, always remember to make it count. Take care, guys.